0: Hey guys, this is Nikki Marina, comedy content creator, recording artist, and actor, and you are listening to Nick Talks. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Nick Talks with your host, Nikki Marina. The topic of today's episode, I am not your strong black woman, or black girl, or whatever (laughs) the hell you feel like calling yourself, um and it's honestly it's really fitting today because i'm just it, today is definitely a day where exhaustion is just piling up and i was i'm like this is definitely a topic to reflect on today um <laughs> for sure and, and you know I, I know every single black girl ever has heard you know either heard or been coached about this this idyllic um image of a black woman being extremely resilient and just extremely strong and just being able to take no shit like don't take no shit or they can just handle like the burden of the world just taking it taking everything in control like i don't need no help i'm fine like i am the pinnacle of strength and nobody got to worry about me almost every black girl that has gone through um a difficult time has been like you know someone has told them you know what you don't don't even worry about it because you know what you are a strong black woman who don't need no man or you are a strong black woman and you have this strength as a black woman black woman black woman black woman and you know and definitely when I was younger I definitely used to subscribe to that and it wasn't until I got older that I realized just how harmful and damaging that actually is um because it's very fatiguing um and and part of it you know and and this this image that society and I want to get into why I think this image has been built up but this image that society has built up both from like I said people outside our community community and within um has you know has painted this picture of us being you know, extremely strong and aggressive even. And basically being unable to be hurt um, is the expectation, being unable to be hurt. And I remember, you know, I remember countless times being younger and my black father, you know, chastising me anytime I showed any type of emotion, even berating me when I showed any type of negative emotion like sadness or, you know, if I felt like crying or anything like that, um, that was always beat out of me. And, um, and now here I am, you know, older with, you know, anxiety disorders and a depression disorder and relying on, um, relying on medication at this time in my life and and I realized just how damaging this strong black woman thing is because it really it actually dehumanizes us quite a bit and if and it takes away our right to experience the full spectrum of human emotions and to be seen as any and to be seen as something to be protected. And I know we can we can definitely see this parallel with, you know, white women who are definitely perceived more as delicate and, you know, and and, and something to be protected while black women, you know, we seem to still be considered these beasts of burden that can handle anything. And And we're trained by the world and we're trained by our families and we're trained by our community Mm -hmm. to to not um, to not show these emotions, to not show these emotions at all. Um, And and what's ironic, what's funny, not really funny, but what's ironic is that, you know, I believe, um, according to some of my research, is that actually black women are the group most likely to develop clinical depression. Um, but we are one of the most, if not the most underdiagnosed group um, in our society. Um, a lot of it comes from, you know, this, um, the stigma within our community of mental health and as, you know, with therapy being for white people Therapy is for people with weak minds and we are stronger mentally than white people. And so we don't need that. And if you need that, then you are weak. And I can testify to that because I remember when I was diagnosed with PTSD and I called and I told my black father about it and his first um, his first response was, um, well, when did you become so weak? Um, he blamed it on me. And, um, and, and, you know, in that moment that I, I needed comfort and I was looking for comfort, uh, I remembered that he berated me for 40 minutes to the point where I actually hung up on him and had my first feeling ever of, I would, I don't want to live. Well, maybe not my first feeling of, I don't want to live, but feeling like maybe I should do something about this not living thing. Um, And, um, and I allowed myself to go through that emotional abuse from him on top of everything else that I was going through for a long time, um, until actually he, he eventually disowned me because of, you know, a lot of compounding things, but that was definitely a start was because I had PTSD and I started going to therapy and I started taking medication and all of that stuff. Um, and this expectation is absolutely damaging because it forces us to hold in our stress and our pain in ways that other women are not expected to. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, particularly white women are not expected to hold that in. Um, I feel like, you know, other women are allowed to let that out. We are not. Um And, um, and I think, you know, it's definitely something that does come from the plantation days. I definitely think it is some plantation psychology of back when we had to hide any, any kind of weakness, be it mental or physical, because we were basically animals on a farm. And when an animal is sick on a farm, you get rid of it, you shoot it, you know, you kill it, you sell it. And we had to basically avoid the same fate. And so we developed this we develop this habit or this ability to literally conceal and feel like Elsa like re- repress um trauma like nobody else and it is a practice that we have continued to carry down throughout the generations and even though we are you know even though like you know racism is not and not nearly over but it's but we're not on the plantation anymore and we can't carry these plant this plantation psychology with us. Um, because, you know, that's the thing when you are going through trauma, you know, your body is just in survival mode. Like you're just trying to survive. And that's why you do have to repress all that. Um, I know this from going through my own individual struggles, you know, apart from, you know, generational trauma that I'm talking about. But, you know, when you're in that situation, obviously, like you don't have time to feel anything. You have to just survive and you have to repress. And I understand that. But we're not on the plantation anymore. But we still hold on to these ideas um, of having to conceal, not feel, and to prove always this this um, this requirement to prove how strong we are. And I wonder how many of us really realize how deeply rooted in white supremacy and slave master pleasing that is for us to keep, be like continuously prove, to each other and to the world and to, you know, the institution of whiteness, how strong we are. It's like we have to keep on proving how strong we are because if we don't, we are useless. We are disposable. And it's mostly the people within our own community that treat us like that, honestly. That if you can't show how strong you are at all times and if you can't be tough at all times, then... You are useless, and sometimes you will got you will get sold up the river by your own people, just like I did by my father. Um, which again is unfortunately, I think, a behavior that we had to learn back on the plantation. Was basically like, I'm, you know, I know that we left weak ones behind for sure. Like, well too bad for you, man. But I'm going to keep on over here and mind my business. And you should not have showed your weakness or else you shouldn't or else you wouldn't have gotten your ass handed to you. And I feel like that happens here. And, you know, black women, we do it to each other as well. You know, calling each other weak and everything, you know, when we're going through trauma and not having that sympathy because we are not allowed to be, we're not allowed to be not strong. And I've tried to make a practice, honestly, of saying out loud in public on live streams to people. And I'm just being like, you know what? I don't feel strong today. And, um, you know what? No, I, I have no need to prove, I have no need to prove how strong I am. I don't. Um, because this constant, you know, circus of proving how strong I am, what it does actually, it it gives it gives permission, it gives people permission to not view or treat you as a sentient human being with the full range of human emotions. It gives it it allows people to keep on having permission to abuse you to heap on to heap on things on you, maybe because of unconscious bias. Maybe it, it it gives people the the, the permission to overtask black women in the workplace because they can handle it, you know, to talk to black women a certain way because they're tough to masculinize black women, um, to, um, you know, to basically keep on treating us like beasts of burden back like when we were slaves, and it is and unfortunately it's sad that it's revolutionary for a black woman to to speak up and say hey I need rest hey I need to take care of my mental health that is revolutionary and it shouldn't be but it is which is why I have tried to make a conscious effort these days to say uh no I am you know I'm like today especially no I'm not strong actually no you know what um when that happened, my feelings were hurt uh, my feelings were hurt shit I've even like cried on a few live streams spontaneously just talking about certain things and and I used to be and you know I subscribed to that strong black woman thing when I was so much younger and I used to be so ashamed of crying about anything and I if I'm being honest, a small part of me still is really really ashamed when I feel these negative emotions. It's one of the things I'm working on in therapy. Um, but you know, you know, but at at some point, like something has got to give and I have just make, like I said, making a practice of, you know, letting people know, like, no, you're going to see the full range of my emotion. And I don't care if you're, uncomfortable with it because it's easier to tell black women to be strong than it is to do the work to dismantle the things and people that continue to abuse us. I remember working with a producer, this ain't shit producer who shall remain nameless right now. But, um, but there was a disagreement on, um, on a project that we were working on a track and, um, and we, um, and we when we hopped on a Zoom call, and um, and it was very evident. It was all agreed that he and some of his colleagues were in the wrong in the situation that we were discussing, and and to my surprise, he direct directly to me was like, okay, well, we, I I feel like we need to move on. In, in talking about this without anger, and basically basically told me like to not be angry about this, so that we can go out and talk. Because he's like, I don't want to have this conversation while in anger. And I was, and that made me even angrier. And and that was kind of a defining moment for me because I stood up to him and I said, you know what, fucking no, nigga, absolutely not. Because you know what, what you did was wrong and my feelings are valid so we can we can proceed with this business meeting and we can be professional but and you are well and capable of being professional and carrying on with this meeting while knowing and understanding that I am angry and for a good purpose we can still be polite ish we can still be diplomatic and we can still be business-like but I am not going to pretend that any everything is okay just because you feel uncomfortable because of something you did to me. Absolutely not. This was another, this was a black man. Um, and I was like, no, you are not going to do that. We're going to continue with this meeting and with the not, and you are going to continue with the knowledge that I am upset and rightfully so. And then we carried on. And I believe he was very, very shocked when I told him that. Um, but I'm, but I'm just tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of pretending that I'm tired of pretending that things don't bother me. I'm I'm very I'm very tired of that. You know, I feel like when people say, you know, don't let these things get to you, like don't don't cry, don't be mad, don't do this, don't do that. You're strong, don't do that to me that means um that doesn't really show concern for me and my well-being. To me that reads I am not comfortable with your emotional response, your completely rational emotional response to uh, to a hurtful situation. And I am not I am either not equipped or not willing to to deal with that. And so instead, of acknowledging the validity of your feelings. Like, I I don't need you to fucking coddle me or anything. I don't, you know, I don't need all that. Just an acknowledgement. But instead of acknowledging the validity of your feelings, I am going to tell you to be strong and to hide them away, even though hiding them (laughs) doesn't make them go away. But for my comfort, I'm going to allow you to do that. Because I think what you know, not letting things get to you means is literally just shutting up about it and performatively acting for people like it's okay when inside you are just being torn apart and you're just pressing those emotions down because the expectation is that you make everybody else around you comfortable. And I'm just at the point in life where I'm not willing to do that anymore. I'm just not you know, especially with all the mental health stuff I got going on and the things that I've learned just about mental health, about trauma, stress, and how we store it in our bodies and the things that it does to our bodies, like affecting our memory and, you know, just the different, all these different health problems that black women are way more, Um, susceptible to because of the deterioration that stress does to our body. The fact that, you know, sometimes we, you know, we, uh, you know, anxiety attacks and panic attacks are not the same, are not always the same for us as they are for women of other races. Um, A lot of it manifests in physical pain. Mm physical pain, because that is how that's how good, which is a bad term, good we've become at repressing stress and trauma so that so much that it it literally gets tucked into us as physical pain. So like pain in your arms, pain in your back, things like that. Um, You know, I've had family members go to the hospital for these aches and pains and the the diagnosis comes back and they're like you have clinical anxiety and they're like what what am i anxious about and you know it, it comes as such a surprise and that is you know that's absolutely that's absolutely ridiculous, and you know, even it—it's so bad that sometimes I believe, and anyone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that you know, a lot of women, a lot of women already mistake heart attacks for something very minor because period cramps are can actually be worse than heart attacks. So a lot of women miss heart attacks or uh, the war, the signals of heart attacks because of that. But black women of, often, I believe, also miss that even more because of, you know, these aches and pains that we just get used to and are not even aware, our anxiety and depression being stored in our body. And that, that, that scares me. That is something that I am well aware of now, ever since learning that. Um, but, and like, I, I, you know, it's sad that it's a revolutionary thing for a black woman to say, hey, I'm not, no, I'm not strong right now. I'm like, no, I, I'm having a I'm having a moment of weakness. I'm sad. I am hurt. I have feelings because the stereotypical black woman, as is portrayed inside in society, doesn't have feelings. You know, we are impervious. We are, like I said, beasts of burden can't be hurt, which is basically the way we were marketed as slaves back in the day you know, as, you know, beasts of burden that don't feel pain. As a matter of fact, it was the justification that they used to experiment, that doctors used to experiment on us. And apparently it's still taught in medical textbooks today. Like apparently something like 50% of doctors or medical professionals believe that black people don't feel pain or that black people don't feel pain as much as other races, which is, absolutely disgusting, but it's so true. And it manifests in these expectations that they have of us. And, um, and I'm tired. I'm absolutely tired of it. And, you know, just for background right now, I'm honestly, I'm I'm just coming off a a difficult last few days where I've just, for some reason, like internet trolls and stuff have been just hitting me way harder than normal. Um, It comes with the job. It comes with the job of being a social media personality. It comes with the job of, you know, being a content creator and putting yourself out there endlessly all the time. Um, But like I said before, I am tired of pretending that these things don't get to me. It's not a sin for me to declare that, no, yeah, I do get my feelings hurt by these things because I do. And for some reason, the last few days has been hitting me harder than usual. And, you know, I'm probably going to need to take a little bit of a step back and, you know, just stop reading comment sections again, because, you know, that's usually where some of the stress comes from. But, you know, I wanted to make this podcast in particular today, because that's exactly what I'm feeling. Like, no, I'm not okay. I am not all hunky-dory over it. And that was just ironic because over the past few days, I've literally said to other people, I'm like, yeah, it was fucking crazy, yo. But you know what? I'm over it you like, even then, I'm like, I'm definitely fucking lying to myself and to people I know. And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking over it, man. Like, it hurts my feelings. And I'm tired of going through this day in and day out. I am. I know it comes through, like, I'm very well aware it comes to the job, whatever. Like, and I should know that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I do. But I'm not, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it still doesn't get to me sometimes. And so because of that, I thought this would be an appropriate time to sit down and do this episode because I want to let anyone else out there like me know that, um, you don't have to be the strong black woman, um, for anybody. You don't, you, you deserve to cry and you deserve to feel grief and sadness and hurt just like anybody else. You deserve to be protected. Your tears deserve to be seen, you know, and, 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 and seen as valid. Um, you know, like, not not to come all the way back to Meghan Markle, but, like, even Meghan Markle, who, you know, you know, a few days ago, you know, came out and said that she was suicidal because of all this stuff that's going on. There's so many people, including motherfuckers in our own fucking community, saying she's lying. She's lying, or she's weak-minded. She's lying. And that's not okay. Um, that's absolutely not okay. And so I just, I want to tell anybody out there like me and just, like, no you, there's nothing wrong with you if you want to cry, and there's no need for you to keep that shit down anymore because it's poison, man, it's poison, and if you don't let it out it 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 literally poisons us. It poisons all of us. It's been poisoning us for generations because of this stupid need to prove how strong we are, to prove how much abuse we can take. Um, to prove that we are that strong black woman that don't need no man or whatever the fuck, um no, I don't know about you, but I'm letting that go. I'm letting that go, and I'm being vocal about when I'm having a bad day i'm I'm being vocal when I'm having a bad week month when I feel like crying, shit, I feel like crying right now. Like after I get off of this podcast I'm probably I'm going to try and, and pump out some more videos some more content and I'm probably just going to go go cry cuz that's what I feel like doing cuz I'm tired I'm tired I'm emotionally exhausted and you know you know on top of my clinical shit that I already have going on just the, all the other shit I'm tired and um and I'm in the process of trying to tell myself That there's nothing wrong with admitting that you're tired and admitting that you're hurt. Um, Because, um, like I said, there's a history of society not being willing to protect us and um, continuing to treat us like emotional beasts of burden, both emotional and physical beasts of burden, when I say physical, I I'm actually thinking about when Megan the stallion got shot in, shot in the fucking foot by who Tory Tory Lanes I believe, and people made fun of her, and and I know like imagine if that was you know imagine if that was a more light skinned artist or a white artist imagine I I know we can all imagine how different that response would have been but because as you know black women have been made the butt of so many jokes um especially those that you know that are that you know that are in some way you know intimidating to other men um and you know and like you know defeminizing women and it is you know yet another way to justify violence against them and violence against black women and black women, the more dark skinned you are, the more, uh, often this happens is of, like, you know, masculizing or defeminizing women, um, as an excuse to inflict pain on us. And it's not okay. It's not okay. And in my opinion, I think, I think we need to start, we need to start showing our tears and, um, we need to start showing that we're delicate too. um, I keep saying that. I'm like, we're delicate too. You know, um, you know, we, you know, we get framed as these beasts of burden and everything. And, and, you know, when, but when you see like, you know, the dainty princesses and everything, you think of white women and, and, you know, you know, fairies and like, you know, just things like that. But we're that too. But we, we are that too. We're fragile. We're dainty. We're, delicate. We're all of that. Like anybody can be that. And we are. And and I'm tired of people pretending that we that we aren't, that we characterist that we characteristically cannot be fragile. And I think the longer that we pretend to not be fragile, the more the world will continue to justify breaking us over and over and over again and i can't do it i absolutely can't do it and and i just i just want mm, i want myself and just more of my sisters to be able to find healing um outside of this stupid stereotype that served a purpose for us once when we needed to survive. But here in this century, I think is holding us back from truly individually and generationally and culturally healing. And so, no, I'm not your strong black woman that can handle anything. I'm a human and every human has their breaking point. I have had my breaking point and week after week I continue to have many breaking points just like any other human on this planet. And you will see it. You will eventually have to acknowledge it and I don't care if it makes you uncomfortable. Because it's real and I am done being performatively anything for anybody. Whether it be for those within my community, black people within my community, or whether it be for anyone outside of our community, I'm done. I'm done performing strength. I've done enough of it. You will honor my tears, and you will honor my feelings. Our tears. Our feelings. You will. Maybe not now. Maybe you don't want to, but eventually you're going to motherfucking have to. So, anyway, that has been this episode of Nick Talks. A little somber, but hey, it be like that sometimes. Um, This has been Nick Talks with your host, Nikki Marina. Don't forget to follow me on all my other social media. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok all at Nikki Marina, uh, at N-I-C-Q-U-E-M-A-R-I-N-A. Let me say that again. N-I-C-Q-U-E-M-A-R-I-N-A, Nikki Marina. Um, Hope you got something out of this uh, podcast episode, and I'll see you at the next session. Hey guys, this is Nikki Marina. Thank you so much for listening to Nick Talks. If you like these free episodes, please go and become a Vibranium-level patron on Patreon so that you can have full access to all episodes of Nick Talks, including some really awesome exclusive interviews with some fellow uh people in the anime community on tiktok and such so go to patreon.com slash nikki marina to check out the vibranium tier so you can get access to all of those but for now enjoy these free episodes